You're listening to HR Mavericks, a weekly podcast featuring leading small business HR professionals who share their experiences and insights to help you know how to turn your HR processes and employee experience into a strategic business advantage. Let's get into the show. Welcome to this first introductory episode of HR Mavericks. I am your main host, Garrett Justice. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer at Eddie, a payroll and HR software provider. Um, and I'm super excited that you have decided to be with us today. Want to share more about what listeners can expect from this show. But before we do that, I, uh, I want to introduce my guest today, who's going to help provide a little bit of background on why we are doing this podcast. So I have with me Travis Hansen. He's the CEO at Eddie. Yes, he's my boss, uh, but also a super interesting guy, uh, former professional athlete, a serial entrepreneur who started lots of different businesses, and even an amateur surfer, which I think we'll talk a little bit about today. So Travis, welcome. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Garrett. Super excited about the podcast and happy to be here. I'm excited about it too. Um, before we get in again to talking a little bit more about what people can expect from future episodes, I thought it'd be good if we just share a little bit of background on your background, which I think is good context for why we're starting this podcast. And then we'll get into a little bit more about what people can expect. So I guess to jump into that, tell our listeners a little bit more about your background, how you went from professional athlete to serial entrepreneur, a CEO of a software company. Yeah, happy to. Um, my dad was born and raised in Idaho. My mom in Washington. Uh, they met at uh, BYU Idaho. Came down here to uh, attend college, and my dad was getting an accounting degree. And so I came from an, an amazing family. Uh, my my mom passed away from pancreatic cancer when I was at the young age of eighteen. Um, and uh, last thing she asked me was, "Man, would you go on a mission?" And uh, ended up serving a mission um, and went to Chile, Santiago, came back. Uh, I was 10 days after serving a two-year mission, and I went to L.A., Compton, for a tournament and drove baseline. And all that pond and empanadas, and I was a little overweight. I grabbed the rim, dunked it, and it broke the backboard. And as I fell, <laughs> the rim landed behind me, I ended up having stitches, took my my dad took me to LA hospital where I sat for about six hours trying to get stitched up. And from there, I didn't have any you know, real hard times getting a scholarship offer. Um, I found my uh, way back to BYU to be home near my family and play in front of them. Had a great career, met my beautiful wife, Larie, uh, during those times. And then got lucky, got drafted in the NBA for the Atlanta Hawks. Go Hawks for all those Atlanta fans out there. And um, then, you know, played another 10 years for Real Madrid and, and for Dinamo Moscow. So it was a blast. We feel very grateful. We've moved 13 times in 21 years. Our 21-year anniversary is this Tuesday. We have yeah. five kids, and it's just been a great ride. That's awesome. Congratulations. It's cool hearing that story and that background. So I guess the takeaway is if you want to make it to the NBA, you got to be able to break the rim off the backboard. Is that it? it, it not necessarily, but it definitely helps. It definitely <laughs> helps. I got lucky. That's good. That's good. So then you, you're a professional basketball player in the NBA and also overseas in Europe for about 10 years, you said. Then how do you go from that to you know, an, an entrepreneur, what you're doing now? Tell us a little bit more about that journey. 
Yeah, it's interesting. You know, my, my dad was an entrepreneur. He, he owned a Hanson Insulation, a local insulation company. And and uh, so I, I, I learned a lot watching him and, and how he operated. When I came home after being done and retiring from uh, playing basketball, I didn't, I didn't know what to do with my life. I think a lot of people fall in those uh, in, in that season of life, uh, you know, potentially people are in that season of life right now where they don't know what to do. And, and I was lucky to go find mentors, people that have, you know, that are older than you, that have seen a lot more than you um, and, and have experience. They have a deep well to draw from and, and provide knowledge and advice. And I found one for uh, named Blake Roney took me out to lunch. So what are you going to do with your life? I loved watching you play, but okay, what's next? And I said, I don't know. And he's, he's the one that put the seed and, and planted it and said, look, you, you'd be really good at business. And I think businesses um, are the one of the most charitable things you can do. If you build them the right way and treat people right, um, you know, it's hard to compete with nurses and school teachers and moms, but building business really can be one of the most charitable things you can do. And that was the first time I've ever heard that. And, you know, I love helping people. I believe helping people is where true happiness comes. And, and I never correlated business with giving back and business with helping others. And um, I loved it and I was addicted to it. And uh, we've been, we've been in business ever since. That's awesome. I love that, that business can be one of the most charitable things you can do. I bet, I bet a lot of our, um, our listeners that come from an HR background will really resonate with that, right? Like, I think that's why so many people get into leadership often choose a career like HR is because they want to help people. They, they want to help people succeed in their roles. They want to help companies succeed. So I, I love hearing that. So you have since started a couple of different businesses. You have your hand in, you know, some investments and some real estate, started a lending company. And then you decided a couple of years ago to start Eddie, which is an HR and payroll software company. Tell us a little bit more about like that decision. Why did you make the decision to go into that HR space? Yeah, really, really good question. Um, came home and I got into real estate. You know, I, I watched enough 30 for 30s uh, ESPN that I didn't want to be another athlete that was broke after running ladders and getting yelled at my whole career. And, and so I, I, I really wanted to protect um, the money I did make. And so I got into real estate. And then after that, kind of did some passive investments, trying to dance around and learn business. Um, I, I didn't really, I still don't know much, but I'm, I'm learning. And, and it got really obsessed, read like 92 books in one year and listened, read everything, met with anybody and, and did some investments. And um, we started a fintech company and we started a tech company. And both of them, honestly, um, it, it was about the people. And I really don't think you build a company, you build a team and the teams who, who builds the company. And it's all about recruiting and putting together the right team. And that's a lot more art than science, uh, especially in sports. You know, you, you, money doesn't solve everything. You can't just go and buy the best players. It's a lot more personalities and characteristics and, and how to get those, that, those teams to really perform and be productive together and be unified in their mission. And, and that's HR. That's, that's strategy. That's what you need in software. Um, is one of those things that efficiently should help you do it the right way. And there was nothing out there. We used a ton of different HR systems and we needed one bad. I always wanted to be in SaaS. I always wanted to build a software company and we needed a, a, an HR software that allowed us to build a legacy system and, and to protect the company, but also to provide an incredible experience to the employee. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I want to, I want to come back to that in a minute, but, um, I, I also want you to share just a little bit more about where the name Eddie came from. This was something that I thought was so cool when I, when I first met you and started learning about the company before I joined. So where did that name Eddie come from? Well, we, we knew we wanted to, to call it and name it a, a name. We, we resonated with us in the team, uh, Alexa. Uh, and, and certain products that actually have names. Uh, we always thought it'd be cool to say, throw it in Eddie or have Eddie do it. Um, and, and I'm a, I'm a beach bum, you know, after playing basketball, I'm a surfer. I'm, I love the sun. I love the beach. I think a lot of people can relate with that, how much happiness it brings you just being there by the beach. Um, and Eddie, a cow is an incredible story of the ultimate water man. He was a surfer, a lifeguard, a family man, a friend, a traveler. He's a musician. And he, he was born and raised in Hawaii and um, was the second oldest of five kids and, and was completely addicted to surfing and the ocean. But he also, he was very talented, but he's also addicted to helping people. And during his career as a lifeguard at Waimea Bay, he managed to rescue and save over 500 people uh, mm-hmm. throughout his uh, young life. One night, um, uh, accident happened, people were stranded in the ocean and they said, Eddie will go. Eddie would go. And that was a saying where no one else would dare jump in the ocean with all the waves, with all the storms and paddle out and go try to save people. And Eddie did. And unfortunately one night he lost his life doing it and trying to help people. Um, and so we named Eddie, um, um, after an icon and someone that, you know, gave his life and all his talents and trying to make other people's lives better and, and trying to save their lives. Love that. It's such an inspiring story. And I think there's so many similarities to small business HR professionals, right? They're the solo person who is often there trying to save lives, help people have an awesome career and help the company be successful. And, and sometimes are, you know, the, the unsaid heroes, if you will, or the people behind the scenes that are making it all happen. So uh, I love that. I think that's great. So going back to what you were saying before about your inspiration in, in um, starting Eddie. Um, I wanted to, to just dive into that just for a minute and just share some of my own thoughts. So, you know, we kind of come to this question of like, why are we starting this podcast? That's some good, helpful context on you. And, but, but why a podcast? And, you know, for me, um, really that comes down to, we just want to surface tangible tips, firsthand experiences to help small local businesses improve their HR processes and their employee experiences. That's what we hope to accomplish with this, with this podcast. So we're going to be interviewing actual HR, small business HR professionals and thought leaders every week and talking about topics that are just relevant, top of mind for them. And going back to like what you said, um, the inspiration for wanting to start Eddie, this company, you said you had this challenge where there's lots of different HR solutions out there, but you just didn't find one that had the, had the right fit for what you needed. I think a lot of small businesses face that challenge. There's some unique challenges that small businesses face, especially like local businesses that have frontline or deskless workers. They have a lot of people out in the field. There's some unique challenges there that those types of businesses face um, in really optimizing and improving that employee experience. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yep. HR is, um, has been overlooked. Um, it's been frustrating to even see in our own company, um, 
how naturally you, you don't give them the resources they need, but they, they, they're so strategic and so core to your success. Um, your success is dependent on people and those people have to be unified and they have to be happy and the happier they are, the more productive they are. And that's not easy. And then on the HR side, it has to protect the company from rogue employees or from people that, you know, just are um, interesting and, and don't have the company's um, best interests at hand. And so HR really plays a really, really important role. And, and uh, I'm an HR nerd. I, I got a confession. I just love it. I love everything about HR. I love employee experience. I love performance management. I love payroll. I love just getting in the weeds and trying to figure out this really interesting problem of what is HR? Why does it exist? And how can we strategically make it better and, and help uh, make local businesses better? Yeah, I think that's fascinating. And I totally agree. I, I've seen that working with you closely. You know, you are that HR nerd, if you will, always diving in, wanting to learn more about it. So, you know, going back to, you know, what we were talking about with small business HR, especially, I think what's interesting is I've learned a lot more about this space and talking to a lot of small business HR professionals out there. There are really two major challenges that small business HR professionals face often. The first is that they have limited resources. Often they're a solo HR team. It's a single person responsible for all HR responsibilities for a company. And there's so much that falls under that HR umbrella. So how do you, how, how do you manage your time so that you can get all the administrative HR tasks done and know how to do that efficiently, but then also be able to focus on the strategic HR stuff, like building culture and improving the employee experience. So that's number one, one of the big challenges I face, And that's some of what we're going to really be talking about on this podcast in future episodes. And the second is what I mentioned a little bit before, especially local small businesses that have a lot of deskless or frontline workers. Um, some of the statistics that I found about this is just crazy that, you know, 80% of the world's workforce doesn't sit at a desk all day, like the rest of us, right? They're out there in the field. They're on the front lines. You know, these are electricians, they're plumbers, they're carpenters, or, you know, they're people in retail sales or waitresses or nurses. And, you know, most of these, um, these frontline workers are employed by small businesses, especially here in the U S but there's some challenges that come to really creating an excellent employee experience for people who aren't at a desk, who are out in the field. And, and, and there's also some challenges that come with finding the right tools to empower those people. You know, I thought it was interesting. Again, 80% of the world's workforce doesn't sit at a desk all day, yet only 1% of software venture funding goes towards tools that are specifically made for deskless workers. The majority of software tools out there are for people who are sitting at a desk all day. So again, there's some big challenges that come with being a small business HR professional and hope to really address those on future episodes of HR Mavericks. So for all you listeners out there, we hope you tune in to future episodes here. Um, we, we will do our best to make sure that it's tangible, firsthand experiences, tangible tips you can take away from small business HR professionals to help you improve your HR processes for your small business and help you improve the employee experience for your frontline workers. So thank you all for, um, for listening to this first introductory episode. Travis, thank you again for joining and helping share a little bit of the context and background here. And we're excited for, for future episodes. We've got some good ones coming up. 
HR Mavericks. Let's go. Thanks for having me, Garrett. Super excited to see you next episode. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Thanks. See ya. Today, enduring companies know that their people are their most important assets and they invest in helping them excel. But often, small businesses with limited HR resources struggle to manage their people, payroll, and processes efficiently and create an environment where frontline, deskless employees thrive. That's why we created Eddie. Eddie is the all-in-one HR suite built for local businesses that streamlines tedious HR processes and improves the employee experience for frontline workers. With Eddie, you can hire, manage, pay, and engage employees with one easy-to-use software. No headache required. You've already done the hard part by creating a great business. Now let us help you take it to the next level. Visit eddie.com today to request a demo.